listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Paul Strolley right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Yes, you are, and I am not Paul Strode. And I sing the body electric. You do. It's a magical day, Michael. You do? Oh, I haven't said you magical do? in a long it time. Is? Yeah. <laughs> you got I've said magical. I, I've you do say magical. Magical is my, is my hiccup word. They is say it? that in the radio world, you have a word that you use when you yeah. can't think of something. Yeah. And I think magical is it for me. I think, indeed, that word is, is my word. Yes, but I, you I, use I, that in, in, in regular conversation. I don't say magical in my private life. You don't? No, I never Thank do. God. I never Thank do. God. Is indeed yours? I, I, yeah. But you, you know why, Michael? Because it's, yeah. it's the way you say indeed. You say indeed with an almost lascivious tone. It's like, Michael, did you go out to dinner last night? Indeed. I, indeed, I, I did. did. Indeed. Yeah, it's actually indeed. almost. Yeah, it's can. almost sensual. It's unnerving. Really? It's off-putting. <laughs> it <laughs> truly is. Off-putting. We've gone from sensual to off-putting is. now. <laughs> You're making me nervous. Uh, <laughs> why should today be any different? Exactly. It is Monday after all. Before we uh, get underway, Paul, we'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, Breakdown Services. Breakdown Services is the entertainment industry standard used around the world, providing the most professional means to reach talent agents as well as actors when casting a project. And to learn more about Breakdown Services, please visit them at BreakdownExpress.com. Our thanks also goes out to PerformingArtsLive.com for their ongoing support of our live arts calendar coming up at the half hour. But first, Michael, let's say hello to our in-studio guests. Yes, indeed. She is a three-time Emmy Award winner, best known for four-time, excuse me, Emmy Award winner, best known for creating the character of Olivia Walton on one of the world's most beloved television series, The Waltons. Please welcome Miss Michael Leonard. She's here. There we go. And she brought all of these people with her, which is unusual for radio. It's unusual for radio, and it, we had to have a lot of waters available. But uh, a four-time Emmy, we go to you know, know yeah, we, we spare no expense that. on this show. Yes. Absolutely. How are you, Michael? Thank you for joining us. I'm cracking us. up here. Oh, good. I'm beside myself. Well, that's, she's sitting here beside herself. Isn't and that right? That's hard to do. With my entourage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Also in studio with us today is one of California's most critically acclaimed young forward-thinking director slash choreographers who's readying a new production of Sweet Charity in Los Angeles. Great show. That will open later this month. Please welcome Mr. Robert Mara. Coming out of the woodwork. Wow. Robert, is it is it Mara or Mara? How do you say it? Okay. Well, technically, if you're Italian, it's Mara. Mara. But growing up in New York, it was Mara. So so I grew up with Mara. Mara. But I just want to say, Michael, thank you to your entourage for applauding for me as well. They didn't have to do that. They were not yes, obligated. Yes, they're very good. I pay them well. <laughs> we were at a, speaking of that be, uh, being Italian, we were at a uh, Italian restaurant last night. Yeah. Uh, Ca del Sol, which I, I love over I like on that. Lancashire. Yes, Great I place. like that very much. Hopefully yeah. I'll get a biscotti uh, from that. But um, <laughs> at least. A, uh, uh, you know, gnocchi is a, is a very difficult thing for people. Gnocchi. Yeah, yes. gnocchi. And I, I love heard, I'd love gnocchi. Yeah, as do I. And I... Uh, and, oh, <laughs> Not speaking in euphemisms, <laughs> but um, the uh, ganache. I've heard everything. Ganaches, everything. It's just Aww. like you know. Uh, have you ever heard? Well, you, your no, family had an Italian that. restaurant. You said they did in Brooklyn. Did yes. they? Did they serve gnocchi? Gnocchi, yes. They did. Handmade every day. Really? Absolutely. Oh man. And do you, Robert? No. 
make? No, you don't, oh, I, you don't cook? I cook, cook yes. Yeah. I've never attempted homemade gnocchi, though, but yes, I do cook. I'm I'm sure I don't, make it I don't think it's that difficult. Have you, Michael? Never. Never? Never. never. Did, mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted to? No. No, okay. <laughs> it's but gnocchi. I, I don't mind gnocchi. eating. The other one is risotto. Risotto, which yeah. is a fabulous risotto. dish. Yes, yeah. but it's it's not risotto. It's risotto. risotto. Everyone says the D, the T like a D. I'm beginning to be like my father because my father just my <laughs> my father's one of those people that you don't want to wait on in a restaurant because he he's convinced that the waiter has nothing else to do but listen to him correct the pronunciation. <laughs> he's holding up corkscrews going cavatappi. You know in Italian it is cavatappi. Corkscrew is cavatappi. The waiter's going kill me. <laughs> I got nine tables that are pissed because Guido is telling me how to pronounce cavatappi. Anyway, Michael, how was your week? Well, it was fine. And I'm delighted to know to, to gnocchi that your father was is in town. <laughs> well, yes, he was you know, here, and it was magical. I'm sorry that I didn't get to see him this what? time. I didn't get to see him this no, time. No, no, and he insisted on that. Did no, he? I'm oh, kidding. well, I'm kidding. there you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, we, we just had a full dance card. He did see my show twice, though. Oh, good. Yeah, he was he nice. was very supportive. Michael, yes. Paul is a wonderful actor on top of being a, a radio host and, and many other things that he does, and he's... Co-starring in a show called Kvetch. Kvetching like crazy. Well, you're very funny, both of you. Thank you, because I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. Oh, well, we've we've just gotten started here, so hopefully we'll... uh, I have a water story. You said you had a water story. a water story to tell you. This is, um, you know, we had our big first rain, right? Yes. Just a week ago, Mm -hmm. or less, I think less. And I love that, you know, and I like I, I like rain, but I like it to kind of come in bits and pieces, and you know, here everything has to be all it's all or nothing at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm driving down one of our main thoroughfares and coming to a stoplight, and there is a huge, just you know, ten inches of water in this <laughs> intersection. So I'm waiting for the light to turn green to go, and a big Ford 150 is coming oh. in the opposite direction here going to turn left by me and when the light starts to you know go to the yellow mark for him he slams on his gas pedal mm. in the middle of the pouring rain in this big pool of water in the intersection yeah. and turns by me on a skidding yeah the back end of his car and what it was a tidal wave <laughs> of water <laughs> over my car now i've been splashed you know we all have right but this was really truly a tidal wave. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I couldn't see. Wow. I looked up to see if my sunroof, if anything was leaking coming through the car or anything wow. at all. I was like panicked. I was sweating. <laughs> I was getting anxious, you know, the whole thing. And all in this course of you know, 15 seconds, it right. felt like five minutes. And, I, and, and, it, and finally I can see, and I just impulsively start to go because the light was going to be green for me. Well, in that time, the light had changed back to red, but I've already started. So now, so now I'm going through a red <laughs> light. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> On the other side of the street is a police car sitting there. Oh, and I went, holy good Lord, I'm going, this is it. I'm gonna. It's curtains for me. Right. And I, I kind of actually slow up and start to pull over because there's no way that the, you know, the, he didn't not see, see that. Me. Yeah. And, and he, nothing happens. He just waved you I looked on. over and there was no policeman in the car. Oh, oh. Boy, so were you that, lucky? That was on the all upside counts. of that story. <laughs> oh man! Now, I've just told it so the, on, on on the radio here, so they'll probably come and get me. But you know, <laughs> that was a, a frightening experience. The water. That's the thing yeah. about when it rains here, though. Everyone, everyone rain. When it rains, they drive 
like they do back east when there's like three inches of ice on the ground. It's like it's water from the sky. Now, I will say that the first water is... I think I'm is, going home. If, I is touched the wellness lab. Because um, the oil, the oil on the road. Like when it first rains, they say you have to be cautious because all right. the oil that is accumulated. Yep. But then that goes away, and then people are just driving like, you know, so overly cautious that I actually think it's more dangerous. Are you from back east? Yes. Yeah, because yes. I, I don't think people know how to drive in California. No, no, no I don't they, think don't. they don't. It's no. pathetic. I'm actually. sorry, folks, but. And in Chicago, <laughs> with a pot, which is Chicago is is not only the windy city, but it is also the pothole capital of the world. Because they don't actually fill the potholes. They just move them around so you can't remember where they were. Because I rode a motorcycle briefly in Chicago. I ride a motorcycle here, but I, I go to the... I get up at 5 in the morning and I go into the Canyon Hills. And the only other vehicles I see are other motorcycles who are going, Hey, you know about this? Too? And coyotes, too. But uh, the... Uh, Chicago, the roads are just, you can't with that snow and the rain yeah, and everything, yeah. you can't stay on top of it, mm. you know? Yeah. So, anyway, on to nice topic. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. Not only known for her memorable portrayal of Mama Olivia Walton on the worldwide hit television series The Waltons, she is also known for a spectacular work in the theater on Broadway, off Broadway, and elsewhere. She's getting ready to open in previews this week at LA's prestigious Falcon Theater in Toluca Lake. The show, Kathleen Clark's romantic off Broadway hit comedy southern comforts please welcome miss michael learned who is with us here today. <laughs> you know, this is a sophisticated is, crowd is this yes. my entourage again uh, yes or is it yes. your entourage maybe yours <laughs> hi we spread them around michael welcome uh, i'm so glad to be I here i just pulled a we carol should... lawrence did you spill yes, water i just pulled a carol lawrence i spilled water here you okay is i'm it on fine you no, I'm okay. Just a little bit, but I don't want to put the mouse in it. No, we can't just say that without explaining. I don't mind means. the hamster and the gerbil getting wet, but the mouse <laughs> is really sort of Carol me. Lawrence, we so, were talking about yes. a moment ago. We're yeah. going to explain. Paul oh, yes, Mark. what the reference is, yes. Sat in that very chair, first show we ever did, and you know we told you how she got lost and, and, and was they stuck out. in the elevator and the wrong building and all sorts of things. Sits there. We start the show, she has her water, she takes a sip, just like Paul did, and spills it all over her very spectacular gown, dress, it was a dress, but a very chic dress, and never missed a beat in what she was saying or, you know, interfacing with us, and we didn't realize that she had spilled as much as she had until she got up from the chair at the end of the show, and it was a pool yeah. of water. Wow. Yeah. Another water thing. story we're telling. Yes. Yeah. Uh, underneath, and she, she never batted an eye. She's a pro. She is she a is. pro. She, she is, is a pro. pro. Beat me mercilessly about the face and neck, but she never batted an eye. <laughs> uh, Michael, could you, uh, Southern Comforts, can you give us sort of a, a synopsis without giving too much away to still make people want to attend the show at the lovely Falcon Theater? But do, can you give us sort of a breakdown of what uh, the show's about? Well, it's a lot of fun, first of all. And I'm, I'm doing it with uh, Granville Van Dusen, who I call Sonny. Okay. Who's a wonderful actor, and and it's a two-hander, and it's uh, what what I love about it is it's about it's about relationship, and it doesn't matter what age it is. At first, I was worried that because we're older, uh, it's about an older couple who fall in love, and it's oh. kind of sexy actually, which is nice. Um, but uh, it it kind of touches young people too, right? Um, because it's a thing that men and women go through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And, and now, the, why do you call it uh, Granville Van Dusen? First of all, that's truly one of the great, <laughs> great names. Isn't that a great uh, name? The ages. He's that a wonderful actor. Southampton. And a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. that's either a great name or a great line of footwear. You know, <laughs> you know I'm wearing Van Dusen. Or shirts. Yeah, shirts, yes, exactly. You know I'm wearing a Van Dusen. A Granville Van Dusen, which is larger than the, the continental cut Van Dusen that I normally wear. But, I hope he's listening. <laughs> yeah. Well, he will tomorrow. We'll send the link okay. to him. And you, you can send right. it to him, I'm sure. But now, have you worked at the Falcon before? Yes, I have, actually, with Sonny. Oh, um, really? We did a Lewis Black play together. Lewis Black, the comic? Called Once, yes. Oh, called really? One Slight Hitch, yeah. I it did was, not know he was also a playwright. Well, um, he is. And... Uh, uh, yeah, because I knew he I knew he did a lot of writing in addition to his stand-up. I knew he did a lot yeah. of writing for the Daily Show and that, but I did not know he had written a. Just, we had a blast doing it, and he it, it it was a very personal play for him. So I think he's he's actually still working on it. Sonny, I couldn't do it, but Sonny went and worked with him again in Florida, working on the same play. Oh, okay. Now was the uh, the the production that you did of that was it the premiere production at the. Uh at the Falcon, or had it been done before? Or? You know, I don't know. Well, you know, I, I don't know how to oh, answer I'm that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if it had been done before. Yeah, I thought you were referencing Southern Comforts because no. you did do Southern Comforts in Long Beach, I think, because Some, you were going to be on the show at that time. I think we tried to, to have you as a guest yeah. on the show, and there's something came up for your schedule, and we we didn't have you that time. But I'm sorry. No, that's okay. The worth, what a shame! You know, I would have laughed so hard. The wait <laughs> is out. worth the one. No, she oh, was actually God. on her way here, and someone doused her car in water. So oh. she was on the cop pulled her over. It was a mess. On purpose. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was very successful in Long Beach, I understand. Yeah, it did well. Conference. And uh, we've had a chance now to deepen it and work harder mm-hmm. on it. And mm-hmm. it was so lovely. We had four weeks of rehearsal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that, that's such a luxury these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think it's deeper and funnier, hopefully. How nice. Yes. How nice. I, I, I'm going to come and see your show. Please do, because I, I, I like think to. you'll enjoy it. It's a real audience pleaser. It really is. I mean, people seem Well, I loved what you said about it, especially, um, you know, for older people. I mean, the love story, and you said it's it's really kind of sexy. And it I is think that sexy. that is a very cool description of, yeah. of what this play is. Thank you, because I, I, I was a little embarrassed, and finally this time I said, you know, Sonny, we really have to kiss. I mean, really, kiss. <laughs> wow. And I, I, the only reservation I have is I think it might embarrass my granddaughter. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was odd because they were in the. <laughs> it was just odd because they were in the lobby when she said that to him, which is why it's just a little. <laughs> we'll but, see. She's coming the day after we open. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, and did he agree, Granville? Absolutely. Okay. I said, we have to choreograph this. Yeah. Actually, it's no big deal. But <laughs> you know, yeah. but I, tell I was you, a little embarrassed the first time. It is a little. I just uh, did uh, Flea in Her Ear at, um, oh. in the, uh, at the, the Edgemar, uh, Edgemar Theater yeah. in Santa Monica. and that, uh, That's a wonderful. Yeah. It's, I, it's a I wish I'd seen it. Yeah, no, it's it was so a, And I got, the, I got the meatball role. I was so lucky. I got Chandel <laughs> Poche, oh, the, you know, the, the, the alternating role. And uh, I had my <laughs> wife in that, and the lovely uh, Marie Wilson, mm-hmm. and uh, I. We had to do the kiss and all that at the very end of the show. And it's very. I hadn't kissed a lot of people on stage, and you, if you kiss the way you kiss in regular life, it looks terrible. <laughs> it just looks like you're. Feels you're, good. And yeah, look, but it looks <laughs> yeah. like you're melting. You know, you have to like keep some architecture right. to you your do. face. You do. Or you just look like you know. 
you know, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And you're not allowed to <laughs> enjoy it. At least I it. do. But then again, I also, <laughs> right, you're not allowed to enjoy it. But also with my nose, you have to make sure that you have the tilt, <laughs> the tilt. proper, or there could be blood, and it's just highly unpleasant. <laughs> so, Michael, tell people, before we forget, tell people how they can get tickets to Southern Comfort. Oh, absolutely. When it's running. Well, it's in, in previews. It start, it's getting ready to start previews October 12th through the 15th at 8 p.m. and October 16th at 4 p.m. and the 19th and 20th at 8 p.m. And opening night is Friday, October 21st at 8 p.m. The show closes Sunday, November 13th, and it does have Wednesday through Saturday performances, 8 p.m. Sunday at 4. And ticket prices are fabulously low. I think it, it, the Falcon always, you know, t prices everything well so that people can get to the theater, oh. you know? It's a wonderful theater to work it's in. It's a terrific it's, it's theater. It's a delightful theater to be an audience in, too. And it's a delightful yes. theater to attend because it's in such mm -hmm. a great little walk-around area. Mm -hmm. You look Lake, gorgeous. Park once, walk around. Love that. Thing. And the staff is always very accommodating and, and is a pleasant. Not to me, they weren't. No, no. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just Lord. a big one. I'm just a big one for you know conflict today. I don't know. <laughs> and water. Retired. And water. <laughs> but uh, ladies and gentlemen, for tickets, uh, you can certainly purchase them online by going to thefalcontheater.com or call the Falcon Theater box office at 818-955-8101. Michael, you uh, were recently on, uh, there's a friend of mine named uh, Trudy, an old friend of mine from Chicago. We've been friends forever, and she always asked me, who's going to be on the show today? Who's going to be on the show? And I said, Michael learned it. And, I, and immediately she's just like, she was just on General Hospital. She was on General Hospital. I was. Yeah. And uh, I'm always, I know it's, it's, it's probably a fairly trite, uh, cliched question, but uh, you've done so many different things. Are you like most people in that when you get back to theater, you feel like live theater, you feel like you're home? Or because of how lengthy your television career was, do you feel more comfortable there? What is your, what is your preference? I'm much more comfortable in the theater. Really? Yeah. I always have been. I, I mean, I spent many years at the American Conservatory Theater in San Francisco and in Toronto in the theater and uh, Toronto, Canada. And um, I don't know, I just, it's kind of dirty and dusty and messy, but, yeah. <laughs> as you know. And uh, and yet, and yet, yeah. I don't know, there's something, yeah, it's I the, just know my way around. Yeah. And I've never been completely comfortable with a camera. Really? Uh -uh. Well, you You'd never know that. Yeah, certainly wouldn't have known that. No. The, oh, I mean, you. I remember watching you on on the Waltons and wanting to be your child. I oh, think. Oh God, <laughs> wouldn't everybody have wanted yeah. to be her child? Yeah. <laughs> she was so, as you say, magical. That personality and that that calmness and always having the right answers for everything. And yet, well, she had help. Yeah. She had grandma to help her. Yeah, she, she did. Had a husband it, was, it was probably one of the most perfect television series I think that's ever been on the air of a family television series like that. You know? Now, the gentleman who played uh, your husband, uh, Ralph Waite. Ralph Waite. Yes. So now, the the original um, movie of the week was called The Homecoming. That's right. And was he was in that? Was he in the original? No, he, he wasn't. was not. And and I'm having a senior moment. I can't think of the name of. Of the man who was okay, but, but I know but because Ralph, it, Ralph was not, nor was I. Right, it was uh, Patricia Neal, I think That's was, right, but and but she was wonderful. And but in the homecoming, the husband really doesn't even appear until the last like ten. I mean, that's basically right. the gist of it is where you know. He that's does come what, home. He time. does come yeah. home. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm curious. Was the I don't know if you know. Uh, I'm just curious. It just occurred to me now. Was the uh, was the Waltons created based on the success of this movie of the week, or had it always been sort of planned as a backdoor pilot and would tease it with this? Do you have any idea? I really.
really don't have any idea, actually. I'm always um, curious about it, the genesis of these I things. do think that that Homecoming is a classic that will last forever. Mm-hmm. I think it, it was just wonderful. Yeah. And actually, we're doing something in New York, um, and I don't have the specifics with me, of course, but um, December 4th, we're, they're showing, in New Jersey, actually, um, they're showing the homecoming, and I'm sort of being the guest. Oh, wow. And I'll talk about Patricia, because she was so wonderful. Oh, Patricia that's Neal. wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah, she just um, died last year. Yes, and I, yes. It was a loss, real loss. We've had two of your children, your television children, on this show. Mary. Mary. I know you've had Mary. And Judy Norton. And Judy Norton. Yeah. Who is a friend of Robert's and, and oh, a really? friend of yeah. mine. Yes. And Paul's. Yeah. <laughs> She's lovely. Yeah. She's great. They both are. They, all those kids. Yeah. They're like my own kids. Yeah. And, and so you dearly. see them. You keep up oh, with yeah, them. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we always have a blast when we're together. And we That's did what they, when we were doing the show. They said exactly they said the same yeah. thing, yeah. you know. And no one can fake it that well because you just when you're here and you're just talking to people, right. you know, when they were here, it's just like you know the, the way there's like a visceral reaction. The way they yeah. just sort of oh, just yeah. you know, we it, need television like that. We were Anna? lucky. We were yeah. lucky, really. Yeah, Judy I mean, is a wonderful singer, as you well yes, know, she is, and yeah. she and a good appeared at my nightclub. I have a separate club here, Michael, that is called Sterling's Upstairs at Vitello's in Studio City. Really? And you have a separate club? I do. Really? Yes. Here in town? Yes. <laughs> What's it called? Sterling's Upstairs <laughs> Oh, that's in beautiful. T- that's in beautiful. T- I'm, I'm going for that cannoli. Can you tell <laughs> the biscotti at one and the cannoli. <laughs> In the Tahunga Village. Yes, yes. yes. And Judy Hedlund. You're going to take that soundbite. You're going to take the soundbite of Meek saying, I'm going for that cannoli. I am. And you're just going to use that in some pure manner. Yes, Yes, I know. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. She she headlined the club and brought in a beautiful show, and you were actually on the books to attend, and then something happened at the last moment for you, and you were unable to. I always go see Judy whenever I... I I mean, something must have happened, because I always go see her. I I really admire her. I think she's She's great. She's a lovely lady and a good singer and purdy. She's very pretty. She's beautiful. Yes, she's, she looks is. exactly the same, unlike some yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah, is that. She's but she's great. a lovely lady, as are you. I want to ask you something, too. Uh, Paul kind of touched Certainly. Upon go it. right ahead, Michael. Oh, you, no, I mean, you touched upon <laughs> it with the, with the theater. I'm a Pisces. Um, I like yogurt and bondage. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. And in that order? No, in that order. Not Long that walks order. on the beach, and my turnoffs are people who don't use coasters. Okay. But what else you got? <laughs> Paul, ask you about uh, your preference. Uh, television, theater, you said it was right. really, theater was where you felt at home. Yeah. You did a tour, a national tour of On Golden Pond, mm-hmm. which must have been, a, it's such a fabulous show. I mean, it's you another must have had one the that best the audiences ever. love. Right. Yeah. With Tom Bosley. With Tom Bosley, yes. yes and we saw Tom Bosley, recently Tom again. Bosley. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good too. I mean, but it's his show. All you have to do, I finally figured out the first week that we opened, I just stood there like a statue. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell to do, and I got terrible reviews, and deservedly so. And then I gradually realized after a while that the key to her role is to just love him to pieces, mm-hmm. that you're the straight man for him, for mm-hmm. Norman. And uh, Tom was great, and he ran up and down those stairs. I, I just would watch him and think, how the heck are you doing that? But he did. And then the year after that, I think he passed. It was, was a it? year later wow. when he died. Wow. Bless him. He's uh, a sweetheart. Lovely man and very talented, mm-hmm. yeah. So is there any anything in the theater that you'd like to do that you haven't done? I'm too old for everything. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, not really. I, I mean, being in a rep company like ACT, you, you got to play parts that you normally would never get a chance mm-hmm. to play. So 
we sort of ran the gamut. And sometimes we'd be rehearsing one play, performing in another at night, and then doing a matinee of a different play in the afternoon. It was oh, fabulous. Yeah. It was just, and then it's taking hard classes and teaching classes. It See, was, that's just it was a, magical. That, that comment that you just made, really, 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 the comment that Michael just made really just sort of <coughs> cements the 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 love of the art because the way she initially described it she said you know we're doing one thing in the morning one thing in the evening and then doing something else and so many people in their line of work if they're especially unhappy in the light, would follow it like oh it was grueling and you followed it with oh it was fantastic yeah exactly it was so it's yeah. just that's why and, it, yeah. and I was young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big difference <laughs> Sonny well, and I both the other day you know we've been doing texts which are long hours as you yeah. well know and um, I said, I want somebody to come and cut off my feet. <laughs> so sore. Oh, yeah. No, those are those are grueling. You, M- Michael, uh, you say that the I do, uh, after your shows on Sunday nights toward the end of the day, you're just yeah. like you want to trade in your feet yeah. for a new pair. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm working. You know, I'm working. I'm, yeah. I'm greeting guests. I'm, yeah. you know, sure. at everyone's tables. I'm running around. And it, it does. The next day, I'm like flatlined here. All kidding aside, Michael, I made a joke about Michael's club, but it is it is a fantastic way to spend an evening if you get a chance. Definitely I will. Try to get in I there. will. It's at the upstairs it. of Vitello's, and the food is fantastic, and Michael really creates a beautiful environment there. It's a wonderful evening out. Well, thank you, Paul. Really enjoyable. And one more time, we should tell them how to go and see Michael Learned on stage in he, Southern Comfort. Yes, we should. You can call the Falcon Theater box office at 818-955-8101. That's 818-955-8101. And once again, this is or falcontheater.com. And theater is spelled R-E, falcontheater.com. And once again, it's in previews right now. And the show will open Friday, October 21st. The Falcon Theater, go across the street, Bob's Big Boy. Get the best hamburger in town. There There's you go. There's some lovely restaurants around <laughs> There's there. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of nice ones. There are indeed. We have a live arts calendar that we need to do right now, so we're going to yes, do a little bit of business. Do. Michael, do you want to kick that off? I will. Thank you, Paul. The world premiere of a musical comedy tribute to TV's longest-running comedy, I Love Lucy, is on stage now at the Greenway Court Theater in Los Angeles. That's right. Lucy, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel, America's favorite foursome, are live on stage and in color. Travel back to the 1950s and the Desilu Studios here in Hollywood to watch the filming of two episodes of the iconic sitcom. Enjoy vintage-style live musical commercials and the music of the Ricky Ricardo Orchestra conducted by Ricky himself at the famed Tropicana Nightclub. Once again, I Love Lucy is live on stage at the Greenway Court Theater in Los Angeles now through December 30th. A weekend in the country turns into a high-stakes game of marital mixed doubles, a biting adult comedy that asks, is it adultery if they already think you've done it? The Los Angeles Center Theater Group's world premiere production of Poor Behavior, written by Pulitzer Prize finalist Teresa Rebeck, reunites with Tony Award winner Doug Hughes in a volley of mischief and malice, morality and manipulation. Thanks for all the alliteration there, Michael. (laughs) Starring Joanna Day, Sharon Lawrence, Reg Rogers, and Christopher Evan Welch, Poor Behavior continues its critically acclaimed run through October 16th at the beautiful Mark Taper Forum in downtown Los Angeles. Indeed, and for more information about events mentioned in today's Live Arts calendar, you can visit either stateoftheartsla.com or performingartslive.com, the number one go-to site for what's happening on stages throughout Southern California every day of the week. And you know, Michael, I want to say one thing about the Lucy thing, uh, just so people know. The You said to watch the filming of two episodes. Yes. It's, the filming is in quotes. It's sort of experiencing yes. what it was like to film. Exactly. It's not an actual filming. But I've heard wonderful things about that. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that myself. Shall we chat with Mr. Mara? I think we should. Mara. 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 Mara.
My grandmother used to say that. And what does that mean? It, it, when she would belch, she would say, <laughs> a la faccia di chi la vola male. Which so my means, face? Which means yeah. in the face of the person who thinks bad of me. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Mm. That was yes. a little, little bit of a curse. Yes. Well, you know, malocchio. You know. <laughs> An East Coast native, our next guest's career as a performer took him to Off-Broadway in New York, to the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and through multiple regional and summer stock seasons across this great land of ours. Now acclaimed as one of the West Coast's newest, most intuitive young directors, his efforts are thrilling audiences throughout California. Stop shaking your head from his very recent production of A Chorus Line in San Diego to Seven Brides for Seven Brothers in Glendale to an all-new production of Sweet Charity, Great Show, getting ready to open October 20th. At the Knightsbridge Theater in Los Angeles. Please welcome Robert Mara. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Yeah? I'm, I'm excited to be here. Are yes? you? Yes, and sitting next to Michael Lerner, who It's like royalty, isn't it's it? It's amazing. It is, it is royalty. I know. It's I'm amazing, so really. Yeah. I grew up watching you, and yeah. it's just an honor, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. You're That's welcome. So it's going to be a pleasure to see your live too. Are you going to get a chance to, or you have conflicted? Oh, you're not performing. You oh just no, directed this, that's so the one. To... That's the one good thing about directing as opposed to performing. Yeah, I can do things. Do other I can things. Juggle projects. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I would love so, to come see it. Yes. So Seven Brides, just uh, 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 reacquaint us with your current schedule because we were talking out in the lobby, and Seven Brides is finished and up and running. It's running. It's, it's running right, right now. Yep. We opened. Uh, just two weekends ago. Yes. Uh, at Glendale Center Theater. Fantastic show. Um, it's running all the way through November, through November 19th. 19th. Yes. Yes. Um, I look at Michael for that. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, it's great. It was a it was an interesting journey getting there. I love the show. I actually performed in the show at Glendale Center Theater 14 years ago, and when they asked me to direct it, I was honored and thrilled and. Uh, it was a very tough show to cast. Really? Yes. Just because of the dancing? Because of the requirements, yeah. yeah. Especially with the male talent. You need 12 gentlemen who can all sing, dance, and act. So. Uh, well, it's bouncing off of that great epic motion picture, you know, which is was so memorable. Which that, I'm old enough to have seen. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that dancing was spectacular. So people are coming to see the dancing. Absolutely. That was a Michael Kidd. That it was, was right. Michael Kidd, no, yeah. That's right, yeah. Absolutely. And so you did get it, you it, but you met the challenges, obviously. And you we did, the, yes. Yeah. Myself and uh, Lee Martino, who's the choreographer, fantastic uh, choreographer. She choreographs all over Southern California, and yeah. she just came back from Berkeley where she did Rita Moreno's show. And um, we sort of had to put off starting rehearsals just because we were waiting to complete casting. Hmm. So whereas normally a Glendale Center Theater show will rehearse for... Usually about three to four weeks. We put up the show in twelve rehearsals. Wow. Oh, yes. Seven. I mean, that, that that should be the tagline for the poster. Seven oh brides for seven goodness. brothers in twelve rehearsals. Well, and and I think the oh. last casting that you did, as I recall, was on the Friday before the opening. Yes. Oh, that is our last suitor that is, joined yes. us and learned the entire show. But the, the, oh, yeah. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm That's sweating. That's exhilarating. Over, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it's magical. <gasps> I'm hyperventilating. You know, twelve it, rehearsals. It ended up though, it was a great experience, a great cast who they knew the situation and they came to rehearsal every day, ready to work, ready to make it happen. I tell you, there's an energy about Glendale 
Because this is where I saw 1776. That's right. right? And Mm -hmm. you have had a history with Glendale, but I was not as familiar with them. And I went in there, and I tell you, there is just such a familial feel over there. And you're also blessed in terms of your rehearsal time, because don't they, didn't I hear that they have actually a rehearsal space that almost perfectly replicates the stage areas? Yeah. So that's a, that's a, to know that you're performing, because I mean, that's the big thing doing shows here in LA is having a rehearsal space that is not the complete opposite of the venue you're performing. Absolutely. And especially for something that's so choreography heavy. Yes. You know, so that, and it's in the round. Yes. So, you have performers learning this intense choreography, some who have never worked in the round before. So yeah. you get to that space and you're like, where am I? Where do I look? Yeah. No, I just, I love that space. And once again, we were talking about the uh, Falcon and what a wonderful venue that is and where it's located. And it's the same thing with Glendale. You park, there's those those restaurants running all along the back, those great uh, options. Right. You have to pitch, especially in L.A. where everything's so driving intensive, you have to pitch the evening rather than the show. Mm-hmm. And the evening is really what, you know, it's 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 what gets people out of their homes right. after driving. Absolutely. So Seven Brides, Seven Brothers opens, and now it's on to Sweet Charity. So tell us about that experience. Yes. Um, this is a little different. It's going to be a little different, though, right? A little you different. You do things a little differently always. I try, you know. I mean, <clears throat> I love the classics, but sometimes you you read a script and you think, how can we make this different? How can we make it more exciting, change it up? And especially uh, for this, we're doing its equity waiver, 99-seat theater. So budgets are less. Sure. So you try to be clever and reimagine or think, how can I change the concept of this? Um, so it's inexpensive, but still slick and smart. So, um, yeah, so we're doing Sweet Charity. I literally went to rehearsals for that the Monday after Seven Brides opened. So it was great. I like when that works out. Um, and when it's the same day, it's difficult. Yeah, it's a little different. No, that's when you say, start with music. Yeah. <laughs> I'll join you soon. I'm out um, looking for a suitor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, we're doing Sweet Charity in Silver Lake. Okay. We're using the Knightsbridge Theater. Um, that's the one. Is there a little it's cafe? It's the old colony theater. It's the old colony. Is that yeah, the one yeah. with the little cafe right in the front? Does it have a little coffee place? In it? I'm thinking, I, I might be thinking. Remember that. I'm Do you? not Sorry. sure. I don't, I don't <laughs> no, I that. think you're thinking of. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm thinking the of the Hyperion. Hyperion, yes, yep. that's the one I'm thinking yep. of. Yeah, sorry. Um, so. So is that? But is that the distinct difference? Is just the intimacy of it? Because it's a. I mean, you were saying that it's a little different. Is that the big? Is that the differentiating thing that it's just going to be a more intimate production just by virtue of the space? It is. That's one yeah. of it. Yeah, and and as we're also trying to make it a little more gritty. Oh, you okay. Know, these, a little more real. These dance hall girls, right. you know, yeah. and it's it, stylistically the show is very 1960s. The music is fun, you know, so we haven't reorchestrated or changed arrangements. So it still has that fun flavor. But we're making those dance hall girls as real as what they really do. Yeah. You know, I so. really want to see this. <laughs> How long is it going to run? Uh, we Thanks. open October 28th and we're running for three weekends. Already. Runs through November so, 13th. Yeah. Same yeah. as you, right? Won't be able yeah. To, uh, yeah. See, but that would be, see, that is, sounds very interesting to me, not only because it's provocative, but also because it's one of these things we were talking about this also, I don't know, we weren't, you and I weren't talking about this, but I was talking to someone about this earlier in the day. That is a, that's a youth grabber. That is something that will bring younger people into the theater, and that's a huge thing right now because if you look at the median age of the ticket buyer, 
you have to, you know, so. Absolutely. You know, that's a. We have to keep theater alive. And a, so. new, and a new take on it, you know. I think L.A. has some of the best theater in yeah. the country. Yeah. It, and, you know, in these tiny little, dirty little holes yeah. in the wall. Yeah. I've seen productions that just blew me away. Yeah. And, and, and the trouble is the driving, as you said. The trouble right. is the driving. And, and the other thing, too, and I will be brutally honest about this, the other thing is you're also going up against a showcase mentality a lot of the time. A lot of the times, it's we found with our theater company, it's difficult to get people out because there's great live theater, but there's also this tremendous amount of, of showcase things, and a lot of people have trouble differentiating. What do you mean um, by showcase? There's a lot of a lot of these uh, classes and things have showcase oh, evenings oh, of yeah, scenes and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not a full evening yeah. of theater. And right. and nothing yeah. against them. It's just not meant to be that. And I think that a lot of the times you're up against that, you know, and um but there is some phenomenal live theater well, out here. It, it, you know, Robert was saying that sometimes you're you're doing these shows on a on a t- on a shoestring. Oh, sure. And and yet they're magnificent, yeah. and the costumes are wonderful, and the people work so hard to 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 give something to the audience. And sometimes that's part of the appeal I find when you go in they, somewhere and you just know that they get they don't have two nickels to rub together, but you just see this amazing stuff on the stage. I remember they did um, is a wonderful tiny tiny little theater right next to uh, the El Portal uh, called Theater Tribe. Mm-hmm. little theater there and i remember seeing a show there uh the long christmas drive home and it was standard equity you know waiver 99 mm-hmm. seater and they just burned it down i mean just uh it was it was just and barely a budget you know real simple no set or anything it's exactly what you're talking about it's just you know i'm embarrassed to say uh, that i saw a production of yellow man did you by any chance see at it? theater Trump? i'm only embarrassed is that where it was i think I'm it not was sure. I but seem to it, remember it, that. It has stayed with me. It was several years ago, and th- that show is still with me. It was that was the one that like incredible. cleaned up at the ovations. It was nominated oh, for a yeah, bunch of things. Yeah, I think it was yes. in That's what I remember seeing. Yeah. So, have you worked at this particular theater before, or with this group of people before, or would they just bring you in for it, or um, how did you find out about it? I've worked with one of the producers on it. Yeah. Uh, we're using the Knightsbridge space, but they're not. It's not a Knightsbridge show. Okay. Um, Second Line Productions. This is actually their first full musical theater production. Um, but it's also another producer, uh, Gabrielle Griego, who I worked with on a production of Chess that I directed last summer. And Chess? She, yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a show that's not performed enough to my mind. It's not at all. It's not. And again, it was 99 Seat Theater, and it was, if I can say this, it was magnificent. And yeah. we sold out. We extended. We had such a following. It, it was Fantastic! It was one of my best experiences here in LA. Really? Yeah. And Gabrielle was one of the producers on that, and she was involved with Sweet Charity and said, "Would you do this?" And I said, "To work with you, yes, in a heartbeat." Wow. So, and again, going back to the theater in LA, and you know, you know, you're seeing these pieces that are done with passion. Yeah. And I've got a great cast in Sweet Charity. I've got some Broadway veterans who are thrilled to be there and work for next to no money. Yeah. Because they believe in the show, they believe in what they do. In, in the well, and and the other thing that Chicago, that uh, L.A. has in common with Chicago, which is a, a, a something that New York doesn't have, is that unlike New York in L.A. and Chicago, you don't have to, as a young actor, you don't have to work nine jobs to pay your rent. You have a little more monetary freedom to be able to do these artistic things because it's it's not only the fact that you have to work all this 
you know, time to pay your rent, but also producing in New York, even storefront producing right. is prohibitively expensive. Absolutely. Michael, I think you were trying to, you started to say no, something. No, I, I cut I you, just, you just made me now think of, of um, a producer. I, I did a production of Driving Miss Daisy in, in Canada. Uh, summer before this last summer, and uh, the producer was a wonderful, wonderful guy, David Hogan. I had the best time, and he said, I waited on you and Mary Tyler Moore in New York. <laughs> 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 and he said, I was blown away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you Sweet. said, yes, I remember Small you, world. and the service was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. It's a good thing you're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's well, funny. Well, you know, one so thing cute. I love about Robert's directing uh, is the fact that he does make things different. He did a, a production of Oklahoma. That's actually when we first met. Yes. The first show that I have seen of Robert's. And he did it in the way that, like, you've never seen it before. You know, it's not the big, splashy, beautiful musical of Oklahoma as we're so accustomed to, seeing from the film to every other stage production on Broadway, et cetera. It was... Down and dirty. Yeah. It was it was Oklahoma with all prostitutes. <laughs> it was the all prostitute Oklahoma. It's kind of a theme in your work, isn't it? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, mister. What? No, but that sounds fascinating. But it was because it was set in the middle of a prairie, in the, in the middle of a godforsaken prairie. And, you know, right. it was where the the sweat equity of these people were Had clearly, a starkness to it, yeah. Yeah, very. It was a very interesting, different dynamic yeah. with the show. Which, I, you know, it, is... But that's I, interesting. But but given the buoyancy of so many of the songs, how how did that play against it? I mean, or do, I mean, how did it, how did that contrast work? Do, or did the songs just have a different flavor because of yeah. the backdrop? And I, I think I mean, really that score. I don't think there's anything that's too over the top cheesy. Right. Bubbly. I mean, it's it's all real. And if you just anchor it all in what's really going on, what's the emotion, what. You right. know, what's the character going through? And that's true. You know, I, it worked really well. Yeah. It worked really. That's well. right. If you're true to the story, then you don't have to. Because I immediately, and I'm so embarrassed to say, Im- immediately comparing it to past productions that I've seen, right. which is what exactly you're trying not to do with resetting in a different location. Right. And you just, I would have liked you, to know, you ask the actor to make a different choice. Yeah. Right. You know. Because it is for the audience. It's even kind of stunning from the moment you walk into the theater and you see this set that is basically you know big boulders and sides of mountains and and in this wonderful uh theater called the met theater here in hollywood which is a 99 seat theater but you feel like you're in a theater that's 300 seats because it's so massive inside which is a, an interesting yeah it's a fantastic interesting way to see for something. 99 seat yeah yeah, yeah I it was like that production of cats that i directed where i did my own take on it do you remember that I, oh, I do it's very us, similar. But I have we, a feeling uh, we're going to we just spelled it, it was very similar, except we spelled it K-A-T-Z. So <laughs> it's just a little different. It was, <laughs> I might have known. About an accountant? Accountant, yes, see, exactly. <laughs> uh, before we forget, Sweet Charity runs from October 28th to November 13th at the Knightsbridge Theater. That's 1944 Riverside Drive in Los Angeles. Uh, free and plentiful street parking is available. For more information about the show and to purchase tickets, visit www.secondlineproductions.com. Com. That's second line. Second is written out. Secondlineproductions.com. And once again, that show opens on October 28th for a version of Sweet Charity that we'll just say still has the stems and the seeds in it. Is that a good way to put it? That's excellent, Paul. Thank you. It's not mine. <laughs> 
but I stole it from someone. <laughs> and you're not giving it back. I'm not giving it back. Uh, your Do I say that a is bit? charity, by the way, I wanted to point out, because I always like to know who's playing that role. Brooke Sequin, right? Is, am I saying uh, her name? Brooke Sagan. Sagan. Yes. Excuse me, Brooke Sagan. Wonderful comedic actress. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. It's a great show. And it hasn't been done here for... No, ever. I know. I thought that... It's not done often at all. Yeah. Yeah. The music is wonderful. Well, you know, Absolutely. it could be, though, it could not be done for mainly the reason that you're changing the elements you are. Maybe it is a little dated, and maybe what it is that you're doing to contemporize it is what it needs. I think so. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it's we're not we're not updating it. We're keeping it in the 60s. Right. We, we think that's fantastic, especially with Mad Men. And, you know, right. I mean, the 60s is actually really sort of hot, hot right, right now. now yeah. um, and I have a fantastic choreographer. Her name is Tanya Posick, and she's not uh, recreating... Fosse's choreography, but it's her inspiration. Right. So it's all sort of Fosse-based, but right. she's fantastic. Oh, yes, she awesome. is. I love her work. Well, we've come to that time where we have to baptize it's our guests. We have to baptize our guests, yeah. yes. We always take this time to ask our... <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael, little, has, Michael has an expression on her face yeah. like, this wasn't in the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I'd Water get a cookie. Again. I don't even oh, have that. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, the... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, we always like to ask people about a, a, an experience that happened to them while they were performing or on stage. Uh, some on stage. We're going to give you a second, Michael, because Robert alluded to something in his uh, in, past. In, in his, <laughs> no, in the lobby that he has to tell the story, or I'm not going to let him leave because he oh, he gave well. me an idea. Would you please uh, share that tale, Robert? That I would leave? love to, Paul. Thank, Thank you. you. You don't have a choice now. I, I had reservations before, and now even more so that I have to say this story in front of. It's Mama a little Walton. blue. It's a Honey. little blue, my Go right ahead. It's, it's okay. the internet, so there's no FCC. <laughs> All right, I'll tell this quickly. Um, Take your time. Probably about oh I don't know ten years ago, while I was still performing, I was working the cruise ships. And I was uh, singing for Princess Cruises. Can I say that? Yes. Um, and with a very good friend of mine, uh, Jennifer Hammond. And we were doing sort of this tribute to America show. And <laughs> toward the end of the, the show, there's about a 10-minute number with just Jennifer and I on stage called Cities and States. And we would sing a line from a song that mentioned every state. So I was very tired in my defense. Um we were rehearsing a brand new show during the day and then performing our other shows at night. And picture this, there's Jennifer on stage left and I'm on stage <laughs> right. And it's basically, she sings a line, I sing a line. She sings a line, I sing a line. It gets to me and what I was supposed to sing was, it's a treat to beat your feet in the Mississippi mud. <laughs> and I sang. I'm getting nervous. Yeah. It's yeah. a treat to beat your meat in the Mississippi mud. <laughs> oh. My God. And the moment it came out of my mouth, I knew what I said. And, and then she sings she her line, up. and I am crying. So she sings her line. It comes back to me. Silence. Tears. Laughter. She sings her line. I'm doubled over with my head in the curtain. It was awful. Sorry, that was that was the actual audio. That, that's the actual that audio of that. Yes, yes. yes. 
Oh, man. What did the audience do? Did they catch it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like this oh, ripple yeah. effect, like the first couple of rows, yeah. and then they laughed and laughed and laughed. And there was no turning back for me. I well, just... there's no turning back. When you when you, no. when you you turn upstage and bury your face <laughs> into a curtain, into a sequin curtain, people pretty much know yes. something went south. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Was, I just love stuff like that. It was that. awesome. You were you you particularly red right now. <laughs> yes. Well, as you can imagine. And look who's sitting next to me. Michael, oh, do you on. have a tail? I have three kids. Huh? No, <laughs> I can't top that one. Oh. I wouldn't even try. I can't even, I can't even get equal. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been in the theater forever, so a lot of stuff happened, but nothing like that. No, that's that's okay. That's I'm, right I one. crack up all the time. Do, I'm are, do, terrible. Or do you I'm break? Ter- if somebody starts, oh, yeah. and Sonny, uh, just in rehearsal yesterday, started laughing at something I was doing in character, but oh. I thought he was cracking up at me, which cracked me up, and I couldn't stop. Of anyway. course. No, I, I've put up, we've put up fires on stage at ACT and have the audience yelling, fire, fire, and we're acting away and not realizing that the entire table is on fire. Oh, oh you gosh, mean, uh, I thought you were like speaking figuratively, no, but no, actually No, fires. no, 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 <laughs> on stage. And then we all, we didn't skip a beat. We all, This was the three sisters. We just put the fire out and kept going. There was a, there was a production of uh, Hat Full of Rain, that we did in college, and uh, I wasn't in it. I was watching this particular performance, but you know, it's a very charged emotional scene because he's he's the main character is a, is a junkie, and uh, his wife is pregnant, and the the main character's brother is loves his his wife, mm-hmm. and he knows that his brother is a screw up, so the wife is very emotionally torn, and the line is go ahead. <sighs> Go ahead, pick me up and carry me to your brother's bed. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a baby polo, so I might be a little fat. And it's this emotional scene, and that's the line. I'm gonna have a baby polo, so I might be a little fat. And opening night, <laughs> totally committed to it. I'm gonna have a polo, baby. <laughs> Forget it, everyone. I'm gonna have a polo, baby. And everyone just collapsed. There was no <laughs> attempt at even hiding the yeah. laughter. She's there. She's all stuffed up. I'm gonna have a polo, oh. baby. I think Somebody when you're when say. that adrenaline is pumping too, that, that <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh yeah, exactly. But it's, I just love those little those little those little gems, those little moments. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, we're going to tell you to see Southern Comforts and Michael Leonard starring in it, with Sonny, otherwise known as Granville Van Dusen. Please go to the Falcon box office at, uh, rather, go to the box office if you wish, of course, but go to their website, falcontheater.com, and or the actual box office. You can call for tickets, 818-955-8101. And in regard to Sweet Charity, check out www.secondlineproductions.com. That show opens October 28th, runs through November 13th. Once again, secondlineproductions.com. Um, and free parking. And free, free ample. At both ample parking. Yeah. Yes. Thank go. you both so much for joining what us. I hope you had as much fun, fun as we did. Thank you. Will you come back? Absolutely. You Thank bet. you so much. Thank you. Well, Michael, nice. you come back. You with your dirt you with your dirty stories. We don't need that, mister. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Paul. Always a pleasure. See you next week. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Paul Strolley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.